Blog Talk Radio. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Your end time watchman. Bringing you light in a dark world. Where truth is rivaled with a lie. And the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hello everybody out there, this is Phil Armstrong, and I'd like to welcome you all to the prophecy zone. We are going to have an extra extra special guest on. Her name is Susan Puzio from the Prophetic News from Blog Talk Radio. Um and it is going to be a great show. Um for those who are watching on Justin T V there is a flicker on my um there is a um staticky looking flicker on my shirt and uh it, I, I think that's one of the devil's tools, but we're just gonna ride with it and um pray that it go away or or move on. But um there's been some interesting news uh as far as the Middle East is concerned. There is continual military build up. There is wars uh and rumors of wars, actually revolutions. Uh and if you look at the book of Luke it talks about revolutions and commotions. That's what it that's the word for commotion and um the book of Luke uh, explaining the end times. Um the Prophecy Zone is now on Amazon. Um, when I signed up for this one individual company to sponsor um, the the podcast, uh, I was signing up, and I and I they said, "Do you want to charge?" Uh, and uh, I said, "No." And I guess what happened was, I, during the course of signing up, uh, I don't I don't know if this that's just their policy to con, to con, just to charge the lowest amount or not, but it turns out it's like charging a dollar and ninety nine cent. And um I don't I can't I don't like that. So what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to figure out a way around that. If if I do leave it there, most of that money will go to blog talk radio and paying for for various um things that we're doing. Um I just got for the first time in months uh a during this show, as soon as the show started, this is this is how you know <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Um, Norton Virus Protector came on my computer screen saying that there's something there, a threat requires your attention. Um, I don't know if that's God saying, okay, Phil, I'm going to give you all the signals in the world to acknowledge that your program is being heard by many <laughs> and it's a threat to the devil's kingdom. Because uh, I just shake my head every time I have a Freddie program. You listen to my archives, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So now if you hear me quiet during the interview, that means I'm taking care of this threat to my computer. Um, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a commercial break, and then I'll come back. I want you all to hear my outro, and I pray to God it makes the same um, thing as the commercial that I got ready to play. But anyway, uh, we're going to listen to... Um, uh, commercial uh, outro, and then we'll be back. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone. Actually, technically, I'm going to cut that because it's the one without music. It's the one <laughs> without music. It's the same thing. Generally, just add some music to it, and that's what you got. Um, so we, we're, we're working on, um, commercials and not commercials to ask for money. They're commercials to, 
Um, matter of fact, we're working on one for. Um, uh, it's, it's what it is is this commercial shooting you off to somebody else. Um, like we have a brother, um, brother John from um, Now the End Begins. He's written a book on Bible prophecy, and, and we're gonna put commercials on here to sponsor Christian ministries and things like that. But the Amazon thing, where we got we're paying, charging people nine one ninety nine for something they can get for free, uh, I, I kind of worry about that one. But um, if we decide to let it go, then, like I said, we'll we'll pay for uh, things like um, Block Talk Radio and 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 uh, room for us to have our radio program and other outlets on on online. Um, if I sound like I'm rattled, that's because I'm rattled for very, like about five different things right about now. So it's <laughs> like gosh. Okay, um, so we're going to bring our uh, guest on right now, Susan Puzio uh, from Prophetic News. Susan? Hey, hi, Phil. How you doing? Good. That's great. That's great. Uh, so, uh, long time no here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, know, I just noticed that. I, I just forgot. I just noticed that you have show to, a show today, too, so I apologize. I, I, I would have said Thursday. I was toying with oh, Thursday. I don't have a show today. Oh, I could have swore some. You just sent a, a message on my email from Blog Talk Radio saying that you had a show at one o'clock. Oh, I know. I have a show on Saturday. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I okay. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't schedule it for today, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, All that's right. okay. All right. Um, well, let's talk about uh, events that's been transferring um, lately in the church. Um, and um, I don't know if you should laugh or cry. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Eddie Long, speak to me about what you, what what are your what's your take on the events that happened at Eddie Long's church just recently? Well, I I think um, I really believe Eddie Long probably has had a nervous breakdown because uh, the behavior is just so outrageous. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind of a desperate attempt to uh, salvage um, his ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but I know one thing, um, and just from being a Christian for 31 years and uh, watching how uh, in 19 in the 1980s in the middle 1980s um, there was two big scandals. Uh, first of all, when Jim Baker's ministry uh, was brought down, and then Jimmy Swagger. And, of course, those were two of the most famous uh, TV evangelists. Jimmy Swagger was riding an unbelievable wave of popularity and success, and so was Jim Baker. He was building and building, and millions of dollars were pouring in. And... Um, he, Human beings basically can't handle that kind of fame and fortune. It, <laughs> yeah. Um, they usually burn and crash. Yeah. And especially if they don't have a close relationship with God. And we see that, like the Bible says, when pride comes, then comes a fall. So there was there was those two big falls. And I know that many uh People had warned these men and uh, tried to get their attention about some of the things that they were doing, and they wouldn't listen. They just—it's like what we see with Eddie Long, because I'm sure there's many people that have gone to him, and there's even people on the internet that that can't get to him or can't talk to him. That we put up YouTube videos or we have radio programs and we try to speak to these people. And uh, so that they don't crash, yeah. Uh, uh, because when they when they crash, and uh, especially if God starts judging the ministry, the Lord is merciful and He always tries to um, get you to repent. Uh-huh. And if you don't repent and try to change, then the whole thing comes tumbling down, and before you know it, you don't have a church and you don't have. 
you lose you lose all your money, you lose your family. They get along. Yeah. His wife is divorcing him, so he's lost his family. Yeah. Uh, he might lose his church. More yeah. than likely, uh, they're probably hurting for money. Yeah. Uh, he's no longer invited on to. I, I don't see him on TVN, although I don't watch it that much. I only look at it to see what they're saying sometimes. I mean, there's another yeah. scandal brewing there too. Uh-huh. But um, the uh, Eddie Long brings a so-called Jewish rabbi to his church a few weeks ago, and yeah. um, they put on this big spectacle of them wrapping him in a Torah scroll that supposedly had been in the Holocaust, and they claim that it still had Holocaust dust on it. Uh-huh. And they took it and they wrapped it around Eddie Long, and and then they put him in a chair and they picked him up and they were parading him on the platform and crowning him the king. And it, it was very, very weird. Very weird. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> uh, but but uh, the guys that were picking him up seemed to uh, be having some troubles. <laughs> they, they were shaking. They wanted to put him down. Well, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, it's it, it's heavy too. I mean, it's got to be heavy. And then you don't know if the the chair is going to fall over. Or, <laughs> I mean, it's just. Well, what are they doing? What? What is going on? Yeah. Uh, you know, you go to church. You want to go to church. Okay, you have fellowship. The main reason to go is for the fellowship and for the teaching. So you go to church. But now now when you go uh, to most churches, there has to be some kind of a show going on. Uh-huh. It's, got, it's a form of entertainment. It's no yeah. longer just about going and hearing the word and fellowshipping and, and uh having a worship service where you, you could take some time out of your day to relax and worship the Lord and and uh, maybe listen to some good Bible teaching, which there's a short, uh, very uh, rare that you can go and hear good Bible teaching in a church. What do you say about his congregation? What's, what what drugs are they on? I mean, well, yeah, like what are they smoking? yeah. What are they? Are they already? It seemed like they were been drinking the Kool Aid. And when we say that, some people don't know what that reference is. Um, yeah. People that have, were have been around for a while know about Jim Jones. He was a cult leader. Yeah. He started out in uh, California. Well, I don't know exactly where he started out, but I know he was in California, and he had a so-called church there. And yeah. then he moved people to a, a, a foreign country called Guyana and set up this kind of a commune thing for them so they could escape. And yeah. then they all wound up drinking Kool-Aid that was laced with cyanide. He got over 900 people uh-huh. supposedly to kill themselves. Wow. And, that's uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was awful. I mean, it mm. was really awful. But you, you see that uh, we're in a time now where People don't really want to discern the times, and then they they get angry at you if you uh, say something. They go and they try to shut your YouTube channels down. Yeah. uh, These these are supposed to be ministries, and yet they they actually go and try to shut you down and shut you up. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, the the last time me and you were on, and I wasn't expecting uh, anything near. Um, the amount of views we got on just that one video, um, but I was I was saying to myself even when I did my Billy Graham video is I hope I'm not in trouble for this. <laughs> and it was like it wasn't like way up there in the thousands, but it was like nine thousand something views, and even my Joel Osteen one. And um, I was just out to just put the truth out. That's why you haven't seen me put out put out anything else on these guys is because uh, I'm trying to, uh, you know, my thing is Bible prophecy. Yeah. And, of course, um, you know, with me, I'm really picky, and that's why I don't come on a lot because I was trying to get my show together. And, I, and 
a lot of times I was trying to say, okay, you got to come on and not stutter. You got to do this and do that. It's just like a basketball prayer perfecting his art. And I come on a day and I'm just as dry as ever. Uh, <laughs> many mistakes and computer uh, glitches and all kinds of stuff. So I leave room for, uh, you know, mistakes and stuff like that. But anyway, I want to read out of the Word of God. We can We can never have a show. That's another promise for me without the word of God. Yeah. And um Second Peter um chapter two. I'll just go ahead and read it. Uh it starts off but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false prophets among you, who prevalently shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious, that's the key right there, pernicious ways by reason of who the way of the truth shall be evilly spoken of. Now, you can just do that by actions. You don't have to necessarily say anything. Just do it by your actions. Yeah. Uh, And through covetousness shall they, with fringe words, make merchandise of you. Whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. And um, and and some you can if the shoe fits for Eddie Lone and Paula White then on this issue then we wear it. But I'm gonna probably read that a lot, especially if, when Susan comes on. I'm probably gonna read that almost almost every other time, because um, uh, remember it says pernicious ways. It didn't say pernicious words. Ways the words come with the ways. Yeah. So so when we get. When we get these actions, I, I mean, I'm just dumbfounded when my wife showed me that. I mean, because when, when she first showed me the Eddie Long one, I was I didn't know it was Eddie Long because I'm the type of person, like, don't show me nothing unless it's positive. I mean, I hate to use the word positive, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Unless it's uplifting, edifying. And when she showed me that, I first at first I tried not to laugh because I don't want my wife thinking I can go I'm going around laughing at people so it gets her you know my wife that type of person she's really comical and she'll look for she, yeah she's looking for pastors to slip I mean <laughs> she thinks it's funny I mean if she sees two uh, preachers fighting each other my wife was she would laugh I mean she would just crack up you, you know you can't stop her from laughing and you can't blame her. But um, when she's looking at Eddie Long, the, the guy stood up and he started talking. And all of a sudden, I saw Eddie Long in the corner over there, and I said, oh, God, what, what, what is this, baby? She said, just yeah. watch. Just watch. Just watch. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, it, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I couldn't help it. I mean, I, I feel bad for the guy because uh, I believe a lot of things that are happening in, in the end times that we're living in, people are are becoming um the word for what's the word for numb yeah numb towards the things of god numb towards god's word yeah you know um and they're they're following their own ways that's right that's what we're seeing yeah and it's hard to believe it's so it's so hard to believe yeah that uh i was watching uh yesterday turned on this um it's a fairly new I don't network I guess I don't know how long it's been around but it's on Directv it's called TCT Total Christian Television anyway they're having a yeah. telethon so when, a few years back when I first started looking at this um, channel they had the worst TV sets and everything looked really cheap and old and whatever so they they found out that they could do these telethons and they can bring these pimp preachers on like Mike Murdoch and Steve Murphy. Yeah. And they can make a lot of money. And so now you see they're building new studios, they're buying new stations. Yeah. And they'll do anything to yeah. enrich themselves. And and this Steve Muncy guy, he is such he is such a liar. <laughs> he he is one of the biggest liars I have ever seen. <laughs> and he actually has the nerve to tell people that uh, send an offering. Now he says, "Well, you know, you can't bribe God, but yeah. do it from your heart. Send in a seed faith offering, and believe God for your healing, and and believe God for the salvation of your children." Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he just stands up there and lies. Like, since when do we have to give God money to do anything for us? It's just so ridiculous. 
and the phones are ringing off the hook, and, and people are calling in, and uh, they're sharing their testimonies of, oh, the miracles they got from from giving their money. Uh, and I'm just looking at it like, I can't believe this. Yeah. I just I can't believe this. Yeah. Do you think, do you think um, and I, I don't know if I can find this in the Bible, um, I don't even know if it's there, but I'm just asking a question, hypothetical question. Do you think that uh, if these people call in, that the devil can arrange for them to get these things so they can develop a um, sell your soul for a, 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 <laughs> some soup? You know I, what I mean? Um, I, do you probably, think the devil can... Well, I, I guess... Uh, we can look at the situation with Moses when he was trying to get out of Egypt, and then he he would do something, and then Pharaoh's magicians would duplicate it. So yeah, I guess yeah. the devil can perform miracles, but yeah. uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Or these things would have happened anyway. Yeah, yeah, a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, and it's always, yeah, it's because they gave the money. So yeah. you you have to wonder... Okay, it took me 15 years to figure it out. I've been a Christian 31. For the first 15 years of my Christianity, I, I, I basically believed all that stuff and seed sowing and, and tithing and how I had to give God money, otherwise he got mad at me. And yeah. I had to bring it to the storehouse, otherwise ooh, then God would really get mad at me. So uh, I lived in fear of, uh, and I wanted to please God, so... Yeah. I did all the things I was told until I finally got myself into the Bible and did some serious studying on finances. And I found out that yeah, the same way I got my salvation, I didn't have to work for it. I didn't have to sow seeds. I didn't have to do anything when I got saved except ask. Yeah. So I figured out it was the same way with finances. All I had to do was ask. Uh-huh. And uh, I didn't have to you know, give sow money into certain ministries, into good ground. I, of course, they try to tell you this is a good ground ministry. You sow your seed here, and it, you'll definitely get a harvest. So, um, But I'm I wondering why people can't figure that out. Why is that such a foreign concept to a Christian, is that the way you get things from God is, is to pray about it? Yeah. Why is that, why is that a... Something and people will really get angry with you about this whole tithing, seed sowing thing. Yeah, they'll get up in arms about it. Yeah, well, the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. That's also distorted knowledge. Um, they're not picking up the Bible uh, for themselves, and 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 that it says study to show yourself approved, a workman. That, that, that I think a lot of people translate that to mean they're talking to the pastors because the yeah, pastors, exactly. Have to study, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I think we're still living in the days where um, in Israel, remember that that they didn't have a printing press, and uh, they would come out to he, he, now notice they would come out to hear the Bible read. Yeah, uh, they didn't come out to hear. Well, they might have came out of here. I don't know. I don't. I, I just look into that. But um, my point is, is that. A lot of people are, are, are acting as if no one has a Bible in their house, and they have to go out to have the preachers read it to them. Yeah, exactly. They have to go think. out, yeah, and sit there and be yeah. entertained, and then have someone else read the Bible for them and tell them what it says. Yeah. 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 So um, you might you have a better chance of going to a Chinese restaurant and open up a fortune cookie. Yeah, exactly. You know. You're right. Uh, because you wow. see that most people are, are uh, biblically illiterate anyway. I, uh, we had a program a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about a little bit about tithing, and that wasn't the topic, but it did, we did bring it up. Yeah. And uh, so then people come into the chat room, and then they're, oh, they're arguing for this whole tithing thing. Oh, and, uh, okay, I spent three months, three months or a little bit more than three months studying on giving. And yeah. uh, I studied every scripture on giving, money, anything that had to do with giving and tithing and money. And so I found out what the Bible really said. And mm. so, uh, okay, don't argue with me unless you, if you're going to spend time, then spend time studying it. If, you, if you're going to take 
a month or two months, and then you go and you read every scripture, and uh, you find out, take the words apart and look up the meanings of words, and it, it takes a long time to do all that. Then maybe you'll find out. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I know everything, but I know what I do know. I know what I found out, what the Bible says about giving, ask, and you shall receive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ask. <laughs> doesn't say, stand before God and lift up your money up into the air and worship God with a $5 bill. <laughs> and, and I even said to one of the guys that came in the chat room, because he was arguing with me about money being a form of worship, I said, now tell me, if you, if the Lord Jesus Christ came and appeared to you right now, would uh-huh. you get down on your knees and then hold up a $5 bill to the Lord Jesus Christ? I don't think <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> I think about what you're doing. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, what what is a foreign concept in Christianity about, we're not giving money to God, we're not giving it... Uh, you know, to the storehouse. We're giving it to each other. You're giving it yeah. to another. One human being is giving it to another human being, and it's supposed to be an act of love, not an yeah. act of selfishness. I give it to you, and then I get something back. You don't. Yeah. You don't teach your kids to do that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 almost <laughs> as if we have a genie. Yeah. A, a, a genie that's a. Um, a God rather than a God yeah. that's a God, you know. That's a God, that's a God, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's become almost a foreign concept, Is who is God? We yeah. say that we're born again. We say that we're filled with the Holy Ghost. But yet, they wouldn't know God. If if, yeah. if the Lord Jesus Christ came and sat down next to them or the Holy Spirit, they wouldn't they wouldn't even know who he was. Yeah, yeah. And don't tell me. And then it's like the Steve Muncie. He he even said yesterday, and I thought, well, you better be careful now. He's telling me the whole the Holy Spirit is telling me to say this, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure, uh huh. Now you're yeah, gonna I, lie on the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you, I hear that a lot on TBN in the last like you know 20 years. I've heard that that the Spirit is talking to me about this, and a lot of times, I mean, you. You try to give them, you know, a chance, but then they'll come back five minutes later and just uh, confirm that the Holy Spirit didn't say that. I mean, yeah. they had to come up with the craziest stuff. And yeah. Like, wow. The Lord told me to tell you five, $77.54. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, I, what Lord? Not, not yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ didn't say that. Yeah, Mr. Jordan saying fifty-two dollars and fifty-two cents, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's your. Uh, it, it sounds like the devil. It sounds yeah. like the devil. I mean, it doesn't yeah. sound like God. But here's a. Now there, I found out yesterday. I was listening to uh, my uh, Bible on CD when I was in the car, and uh-huh. I, I didn't even know that this word was in the Bible. Fraud. It it, it happens to be in the Bible. Fraud, it's mentioned two times in the King James Version. Also, the word extortion is in there. Remember when Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and he said, you're full of extortion and excess? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same word for these so-called ministries. They're full of extortion and and excess. But let me read this, um, Psalm 10. Uh And it says, why standest, standest, Thou afar off, O Lord. Why hidest thy thyself in times of trouble? The wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire and blesseth the covetous, whom the Lord abhorreth. The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. And as for all his enemies, he puffeth at them. He has said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud. Under his tongue is mischief and vanity. So there you go. I mean, that sounds like... Mike Murdoch, uh, TBN, Daystar yeah. Network, TCT, uh, yeah. Paula White, Kenneth Copeland. It sounds like the whole bunch of them. 
Oh yes, for sure, for sure. It sounds like the the patent on their schemes. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Well, I found out uh, in those uh, first fifteen years of my Christian walk. I found out the the only people that were really getting rich were the prosperity teachers themselves. Uh huh. It's kind of like the you, people going to the meetings. Well, it's kind of like those get rich kicks. Uh, Get rich quick schemes on, um, you know, in the morning time at two yeah. o'clock, and saying, yeah. you know, buy my product. It can it can make you wealthy. It can let you and your wife and your your family have the dream house that you wanted to have. It's it's the same thing. It's just packaged differently. It's called right. marketing. Marketing. Um, they market their product pretty well. Then, like the scripture I read, it says they shall make merchandise. Of yes, you. they shall make, and that's what's happened. Because remember. Yeah. Uh, Back in the 80s and um, I guess even in the early 90s, there were a lot of these prosperity teachers, and some of them still do it. They promote these books like uh, by Napoleon Hill, Think and yeah. Grow Rich, yeah. and these other uh, mystics, and they're demonic. I mean, these people are demonic. They have nothing to do with Christianity, and they, were, yeah. they promote their, their way of thinking. Yeah. And so then it, it, they start teaching it in churches, and uh, we don't teach people to uh, you know, work, get a job, have a job. Then you, you, and if you have a good job, and if you can get an education, you can even have a better job. And uh, so then you can earn a good living, and you can buy yourself. You can do things honestly, and buy yourself uh, the things that you need. But most people just want to buy what they can't afford and put it on the credit card and get into debt. Yeah. And uh, then they want to go sow a seed that they can't afford. And others, it's, most of them have to put it on their credit card to even do it. And now they encourage you to put it on your credit card. Oh, yeah, for sure. Get up and run to the phone. Now, come on, go, run to the phone right now before, because, you know, there's a season and there's a time for all things, and the time is now. The Holy Spirit is moving. Run to yeah. the phone. Run to the phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder do they have marketing experts come in and help them out. They I mean, do. That's what I found out. Now, uh, one time I had uh, Morris Cirilla was trying to buy the old PTL network. Hey, and hey he, Susan, Susan. Yeah. Susan, go ahead and keep talking. I got to go upstairs and regulate something. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the listeners this story. I, a few years okay, go ago, ahead. I had traveled to uh, North Carolina. And this is after TBN, uh, I mean, PTL, the Jim Baker uh, ministry, had fallen, and the buildings were empty. Jim, uh, Jerry Falwell left. He was trying to take it over, and he left. And then Morris Cirillo was trying to buy it. So uh, he was trying to buy the hotel, and I guess I think he had already acquired the satellite network. Well, they were having a telethon to raise money uh, to buy the uh, the hotel and the buildings, and uh, I said, well, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to see about helping them with this telethon. Now, this was probably in the early 1990s, and I was still very much into the Word of Faith movement. So I went there, and they said, sure, you can help. Uh, you can answer the phones, and uh, you know, take pledges, uh, and uh, you know. We'll, Thank you very much. So then I was out on the phones for a while. And, of course, yes, they do have marketing people. They they hire marketing people to write these appeal letters that they send out. Uh, they they hire people to open the letters and count the money. And it has nothing to do with God. These people, for the most part, never see your letter. They never read it. You can see sometimes uh, these letters are, are stacked in big piles and they're laying on them. But... Uh, Trust me, Benny Hinn and uh, Paula White and Kenneth Copeland and the rest of these people, they don't spend their day reading your letters and praying for your needs. You know, no, they don't do that. So um, anyway, I'm on the phone, and all of a sudden, Morris Cirillo is asking for $10,000, for people to send in $10,000. And he's saying, and right before he's doing that, this guy comes in and he says, He's going to do the $10,000 appeal. And, uh, okay, so he's telling everybody, now get ready for it. And then Morris Cirillo is saying, 
the Holy Spirit is telling me that there's people to send in $10,000. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, why is he saying that the Holy Spirit is telling him when when the, the man that's running these uh, phone lines just came in and he said to get ready for it? So I said, that's not right. I'm not going to stay here. So I think I said something to uh, the guy that was managing the phone lines about it, and he got really mad at me. He said, well, you can just get out of here. And wow. I'm like, wow, you know, <laughs> whoa. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he was really mad. I thought he looked like he wanted to smack me. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, wow, this is supposed to be a Christian ministry. There's yeah. Something wrong with this. So I got <laughs> myself out of there real quick. Yeah. Wow. What but about? He... Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. But I mean, a lot of people don't really know what goes on behind the scenes, and uh, you're just, you know, might be a little sweet, little innocent Christian. And you're looking at TV and you think, oh, wow, these people are so spiritual and so holy. And uh, unless you get a little insight into uh, what's going on, if you've worked for a ministry or you've been a part of any of these telethons, and you, you <laughs> some of the things you see might really shock you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what about um, Paula White? I mean, what, what, this, didn't that happen? Didn't hers happen first before she got... Didn't she get um, wrapped in scroll before? Yes, she did. I remember. Uh, I don't know if it was a year or two ago. I had, you know, was channel surfing, and I saw her. I saw this same so-called rabbi Messer. I saw him wrapping her in the Torah scroll, and then he gave her some kind of a prophecy. You know, and she was crying. Oh. Uh, and uh, so I saw that. I thought, oh, gee. I mean, of course, they were talking about the Passover seed offering. It, it had to be redirected to that. That yeah. You know, they, she does this thing where she tells people to sow a Passover seed offering. That there's a special time. There's special times of year, of uh, special times in the year, where you sow these offerings, and then of course, yeah. you, you know, the God they believe in jumps off his throne. And starts throwing money down, you know that's hmm. the God they believe in. So yeah. uh, it was all it was all geared toward some kind of a seed faith offering. But anyway, then uh, then uh, uh, people had mentioned it and brought it up, and then uh, she had her attorney. It's like why can't she talk for herself? Like why does her attorney have to talk for her? It's like, it's like yeah. what what. What 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 is wrong with these preachers? They can't talk for themselves anymore. They have to. Oh, my attorney has to talk for me. Yeah. I mean that is weird in itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they get they get into so much um, publicity, bad publicity that yeah, they they figure they have to have somebody else manage, and they want that that enigma of a lawsuit in front of them as a shield. So if if um, you know when you look at Paula White, you don't just look at Paula White; you see her attorney. And if you if you and, and that's the that's the spiritual shield that that that, that uh, Rabbi told him she had. That's that's the real shield. I mean, that's the, the protection of the lawyers, the protection of the judicial system, rather than because that's how they took your channel down. It's, yeah, go all, go ahead now. That that's a good analogy. It really yeah. is because it's a. Uh, uh, I don't have anything against Paula White personally. I mean, maybe if I met her, I might, I might even like her. As yeah. you know, I might meet her and I might like her personally. And uh, you know, I have nothing against her personally. I don't yeah. go out, uh, go out of my way to follow her and to hire a private detective and to dig up things about her. You know, yeah. that's not what I'm doing. I found uh, she has this church in Lakeland, Florida, now being a Florida resident on and off since 1981, and uh, now this church is probably about 60 miles from me. It's a 10,000-seat church, uh, and it it sits on 65 acres, Mm. and there's also uh, an old historic building on this property. It's on a lake, and the um, historic building was built in 1925, and it was a retirement home for carpenters and there's probably two or three hundred rooms in this building it's huge 
plus the 10,000-seat auditorium, the church building that was built in 1985. Now, I was there when they were building this building as far as I, as far as I had visited there. I went to prayer meetings there as they were constructing the church. I have been to concerts there. I've been to so-called revivals there. So the building, the property has a, a special place in my heart as well as many other Christians here in this area. So anyway, she bought this building, her and her husband, when she was married, bought it, I think, in 2006 or 2005. And uh, I don't know how much they paid for it, $8 million or $10 million. I don't know. I can't really get the figures straight. But uh, anyway, they, they weren't able to... Um, keep it going they had three or four different pastors and each pastor that they had uh pick uh, left her and left her ministry and took the people with them so basically the place was deserted uh i guess then you know they just couldn't make it anymore and uh so they the place uh was closed down now, yeah. it was either in August or September that the electricity was turned off. Yeah. And um, there was a story in the um, Lakeland Ledger, and I had seen it on the Internet, that their electricity had been turned off, and they were no longer holding meetings there. So I thought, well, that's interesting. You know, the electricity's turned off, and uh, they wow. can't pay the electric bill. Now, wow. to me, that was an interesting story. Now, I didn't make up the story. I didn't go looking for the story. The story was already on the Internet. So then I merely was reporting on the story, and a friend of mine, she lives in Lakeland, so she said, uh, you know, I'll go over there. I asked her, I said, do you want to go over there? Go over there and see what's going on over there. Uh, Her father also had been an Assembly of God pastor, and, and this property once belonged to the Assembly of God, so... She said, I'll go over there, and I'll take some pictures, and I'll send you the pictures. And when she got there, she was shocked because she saw these signs posted on the buildings. that, And the signs were posted by the fire department. And the sign says that you must vacate the building. These buildings are not safe for human occupancy. Now, I mean, that's shocking. Yeah. Yeah, that's shocking that... Somebody that has a TV ministry and their so-called prosperity ministry, and then their building is is sitting there without electricity, and mm. it's ordered va- ordered vacated by the fire department. Wow! I mean, that's a story. Yeah. And uh, so, um, anyway, I made a couple videos. I made a video about it, and I guess I had uh, I had used a picture. Uh, Karen took a lot of pictures, and we we used some of her pictures. And I think I had used a picture of the of the property that I found on the internet. And then I get this notice that you know they shut the video down. Paula White yeah. Ministries or Without Wall shut it down because of some kind of a so-called copyright infringement. Uh-huh. Well, they don't. The thing with YouTube, and I and I and uh, you know, I've become disillusioned with YouTube because. Anybody can make a copyright claim against you, and they don't have to prove it. They don't have to prove that they have a copyright on the photograph. They don't have to prove they own the photograph. They can merely file a complaint against you to YouTube, and then YouTube, after you get three complaints, they take your whole channel off. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Paula White, that's what they, I don't know if she did it or her attorney or who did it, but they shut my channel down. Wow. Yeah. Now, that's a real Christian thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might hurt to have it taken down, but at least you know you were effective. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah. at first it, it was very upsetting, and then I said, well, who cares? I mean, I, you know, who cares? The YouTube, ShmooTube, who cares? You know, I don't need YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it was it was great because we had over a million uh, views of some of yeah. our videos in, yeah. in the short time that we're on YouTube, so it was very effective. Yeah. And uh, it's like, so what? You know, yeah. the picture. You're you're a public figure. You're on television. You're 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 in the newspapers, and you're going to be upset because somebody uses your photograph. Give me a break. <laughs> it's like, you know, but they were looking for something 
Okay, so they think, okay, well, we'll shut her YouTube channel down. But you can't stop the Holy Ghost. You can try to shut me down. But you can't stop God from uh, judging the thing. Don't you think that maybe you could get the hint and think, well, maybe there's something wrong with what I'm doing? Is that my building's being shut down? It's being vandalized. People are actually vandalizing those buildings, breaking windows, breaking into the buildings, and and they don't have a security guard there. They don't. They, wow. This is supposed to be a, a rich ministry, and they did. They did not have a security guard there. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, I didn't. I didn't make these stories up. I didn't go looking for these stories. These stories were uh, out there on the internet, but they they take it personal. Yeah. You know, they take it personal. But I want to know something. If you're if you've been sowing seeds all these years and you've been tithing all these years and you're preaching the prosperity gospel, then why is your building shut down without electricity? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. a lot of, well, in the, in, the, in the future, in the near future, uh, a lot of these ministries are going to be, you know, exposed because uh, I, I remember you said it and a few, somebody, a couple of other people said it, and the minute you guys said it, because that's when I first met you, uh, you you had mentioned that, and then another brother that came on my show said, "Watch." He said, "Watch." By 2009, these guys are going to start getting exposed, and I also saw that on a few YouTube videos. Uh, also, and surely be it. The Lord must have been saying something because a lot of these ministries have been getting exposed. Of course, they've been getting exposed since '80. You know, with with um, PTL and all the other yeah. stuff. But it's really being exposed now. I mean, just like wow, and 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 it's kind of weird because you see a lot of these preachers out in the public, and um, they they live you know two or three other lives. They they live, like John Kennedy used to say, John Kennedy living his his life in compartments. Yeah. And um, well, these people, uh, and I'm not mentioning names of being specific. But a lot of these people are homosexuals or, you know, they practice uh, all kinds of weird acts and and, and you never know about it until you get to heaven. And then there's other people that God is going to, you know, expose, of course. He's going to expose them in the near future. Um, and it's already started. So. Yeah, it's already started. We're we're only seeing this. this these are things that... God says that he gives you space to repent and he and, he, yeah. and God is merciful. Yeah. And uh I I think when we when we saw those things happening in the 80s and it was very shocking, it was very hurtful. It yeah. really it hurt so bad to see what these men were doing behind the scenes. Yeah. Because you you the average person looks at people especially on television and thinks, "Wow, these people must be really spiritual." <laughs> And yeah. really holy, and they, they've gone so far away from having any kind of love and compassion for people. Yeah. And they just do what they do for money. You can always yeah. the way to really judge a ministry if a ministry is really of God. And uh, this is the this is one of the things that I use is how do they handle their finances? Yeah. How do they take up an offering? What yeah. do they tell people uh, to uh, to fund their ministry? How do they get people to fund their ministry. Do they use manipulation? Do they use witchcraft? Do they lie and cheat and yeah. use extortion? And, and and if they're doing that, well, that is not a ministry. That is not a true ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. So no. these, are, these are the kind of things that we have to say, okay, we've had enough of this, and we're not, look, we're not buying it anymore. Just go yeah. away. If you're not going <laughs> to repent, then just please go away and yeah. stop bringing a reproach to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Now, well, you had mentioned something about something going on at TBN. What is anything new there? Yeah, the um, there was a story that was out uh, last week, and it was actually reported in the Orange County Register, which is a newspaper in California where TBN has one of their headquarters. They have many, many multiple millions of dollars worth of buildings. Actually, um, probably uh, their ministry is probably worth over a billion dollars now. Yeah. Very, very wealthy ministry. And uh, they just can't have, they can never have enough. You know, TVN, yeah. oh, they can never have enough. They, they need more. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, 
their granddaughter, who was Paul Crouch Jr.'s daughter, yeah. uh, Jan and Paul Crouch's son, uh, he had a, abruptly left the ministry. I don't know if it was in October or November of last year. And I was wondering, why did he leave the ministry? I thought it was very odd because here's, you know, it's basically he's basically one of the golden boys. He gets, he works for his mom and dad. He gets all the perks. He flies in the fifty million dollar corporate jet. And, yeah. uh You know, why is he leaving this gravy train? I thought it was very odd. I thought maybe it's you know he's got a girlfriend he wants to marry or something's going on here. It was very uh-huh. odd. And then he's going to work for be um, for the Word Network, the Apostate Word Network. <laughs> I said, now this is odd. So um, anyway, one of the reasons he left, it came out last week, is because his daughter has filed a lawsuit against two of the attorneys that work for TVN claiming that there's fraud going on at the ministry and that um, they have have diverted over $50 million uh, toward perks for the people that work there. And yeah. also they were saying, how does Jan and Paul Crouch live in, they have so many mansions and they have a $50 million corporate jet. Wow. And they're living this lavish, lavish lifestyle, and then they're always begging for money. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I have to hand it to the granddaughter. That was very, very bold on her part. So, anyway, we'll see what happens with this lawsuit, I think. Yeah. You yeah. Know, this girl better go into hiding. Wow. <laughs> that is for sure. That We're is talking sure. about a very large corporation. Now, she yeah. states, and people can go online and look up the story if you put in uh, Paul Crouch's granddaughter files a lawsuit, and, uh, and you can also read the court documents are there. And she claims in her affidavit that her... Um, her uncle, Matt Crouch, who is also a son, Jan and Paul Crouch have two sons, Matt and Paul Jr., and she claims that her uncle had a gun on a desk or something like that, and he was he was holding the gun. On, he had, the gun was on a desk or a table, and he had his hand over the gun. And In other words, when she was talking to him, it was like a veiled threat. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it it it's um amazing time that we live in. It's um always something new every day. Um uh, uh if I can, I'll do a show as much as I can. Um and I like to see uh have you on it um more um in the near future cuz uh, uh we have a good um repertoire when we talk. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah good dialogue. Yeah, good dialogue, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. I'd like to, maybe if you're not busy on Tuesdays, have you come in and we'll talk about various things that's happening. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, the tragic thing that just happened um, was that um, Whitney Houston had passed away. Yeah, that was tragic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I learned that from my daughter, um, that night, uh, and um, you never know, you know, when you're gonna die. No. Um, and um, I'm sure she didn't realize that she was going to take a bath, and she wasn't ever going to come out of the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. She she never planned on dying that night. Yeah, yeah. Or that she, afternoon. Well, I don't know if she just went there and she, uh, um, if she just. Decided to doze off in the bathtub and slip underneath the water. Well, that's easy water. to do because I—I I mean, my, I myself uh, fell asleep in the bathtub twice. Yeah. That happened to me, and I—I I never yeah. fall asleep in the bathtub. And yeah. uh, I was shocked because I was relaxing, and then all of a sudden I was sleeping. And I—I'm yeah. I'm not a kind of—I'm not that kind of a person that just dozes off. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to get to sleep. So. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was shocked myself. So when I hear these kind of things, I say, "Yeah, I can relate to that." Because you, sometimes you you hear on these shows where, you know, 
the husband says, well, my wife's drowned in the bathtub, and then they want to convict the guy of murder. And they said, there's no way. No, if you fall asleep in the bathtub and you're going to go underwater, you're going to wake up. Well, yeah. she had already been drinking. Yeah. She was drinking uh, for days, and yeah. uh, she had these prescription drugs. And then, of course, you're getting into a hot bathtub. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, who knows if they're ever going to really know how she died. As far yeah. as did she fall asleep in the bathtub and then she went under, was she knocked unconscious by the combination of uh, alcohol and whatever else she was taking. And I, I, the thing that I found very odd is why did they, they took so long to call 911. Yeah, exactly. Why? What were they? They usually are cleaning up the room or cleaning. Why did they wait so long? They called the hotel security after they found her in the bathtub, but they took a long time before they called nine one one. Now that is odd. Yeah, that is that odd. Is very odd. Yeah. You have someone that you think is drowning. I don't know. They 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 said something about she was unresponsive or she was unconscious. Whether she was dead, uh, could they have revived her? I don't know. Yeah. I think they took it was like 20 minutes, according to some reports, from the time they found her till they finally called 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is sort of weird, right there. Well, uh, let's hope that um, you know people find out the truth about these med- these prescription drugs, um, oxycotton, and all this other um, Zodac or whatever. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but. <laughs> But uh, it's a lot of medicines out there, and I know I know how you feel about Alex Jones, but but he's been warning people about this. Well, I this have to agree while. with him. I heard what he said about the yeah. prescription drugs because now there was a story on the internet yesterday that the the uh, federal agents federal agents had shut down a farm, an Amish man's farm, because he was he had committed the great crime of selling raw milk. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, you know, and they were saying, and it could hurt people. So, yeah, and it's kind of ironic that they have all these prescription medications, and you can see just by the commercials where you could have a stroke, you yeah. could have liver damage, kidney failure, and, and yet kinda, they're advertising on TV for these things. Yeah, and it's kind of comical because the dude is saying it like 100 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> like, and this could happen to you and that could happen to you, but, oh, but then yeah. you could, you know, it, it'll help your diabetes, but you might have kidney yeah. failure while you're yeah. while you're helping your diabetes, so... I'm like, yeah. yeah, this is insane. Yeah, here's a gun. Insanity. Put it to your head. It's like, here's a pill. Everybody thinks, well, here, this pill. All I have to do is I can do whatever I want. I can eat any way I want, do whatever I want. And then all I have to do is go to the doctor and get a pill. And then yeah. my, my problems are over. But yeah. it, most people believe that. Yeah, exactly. I had, um, I have, I have, uh, I don't have it right now, but I've had uh, a while back uh, sleep apnea. Oh. And, um, yeah, and I just thank God every day. Who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows? And and a lot of people out there um, probably chuckle at what we just said, but uh, how can you arrest somebody or get somebody for <laughs> uh, putting yeah, something raw milk. Yeah, and it's yeah. asking your soda. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and federal agents, like, they don't have anything else to do. Yeah. No, why don't they go shut down some of these drug companies that are peddling this madness that they peddle to people? And it, and it was interesting, too, that he said, you know, it's not street drugs. Of course, we don't know, uh, you know, if she had any street drugs. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was very sad. I mean, I was shocked when I heard the news about Whitney because, you know, she was so so beautiful. Uh, yeah. What a what an amazing voice she had, you know. Yeah. And uh just tragic, but it it's kind of it trying it goes to show you that no matter how much money and that that's the thing that Christians are seeking after money and and more money and maybe the you know the money will make us happy. Well, money yeah. does help pay your bills and that kind of thing, okay. But you see here's a woman that had everything as far as she had hundreds of millions of dollars. She sold 200 million record albums, so that's a lot of commissions she made on those records. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she she was had tremendous fame, but yet she couldn't keep it together. 
Yeah. Uh, she wound up a drug addict and yeah. an alcoholic, and yeah. uh, so you see, you see these things happening to these TV preachers too. They have to wind up an adulterer, a fornicator, yeah. a gambler, yeah. a drug yeah. addict, like Zachary Timms. He drops dead in the hotel room. Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, it's like the Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose and loses his own soul? His soul. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad Blog Talk let us continue on a little bit longer. I guess they fixed that issue. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, we're, we're over now. I was I, I, I kind of looked at that yesterday. Um, I, I, when I was doing, actually last, a couple of days ago when I was doing the show, and I, I noticed that they let me go past the time. Oh. And there, there, there's a few shows that have some issues with that. So. Oh. Yeah, but thank you so much. I'll, okay, I'll, get, so, yeah. I'll be in contact with you um, to let you know what, 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 what's yeah, the deal. Yeah, keep me posted, yeah. Okay, you have Great a blessed day. with you, yeah. Yes, you too. Ble- you have a blessed okay. day. You too. See you later. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Okay, that was Susan Buzio from Prophetic News, a wonderful interview. Be sure to check us out on Justin TV. That's JustinTV dot Justin dot TV. Um, look for the Prophecy Zone. Check out my uh, live streaming. I'm gonna try to put it up on um, YouTube uh, at Prophecy Zone. Um, our YouTube channel, and also check out Prophecy Zone Radio News at um, Facebook. Um, I'd like to thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, we're going to get that little colory thing, uh, flicker of my shirt um, off of um, justint.tv taken care of, hopefully, on the next show. Um, we we have nothing but um, growth in this ministry and uh, we we pray to God that we can have an excellent program and an excellent broadcast uh, in the near future. Um, and, um, and I just want to say uh, something. Um, it's it's important that we um, look, understand that we only got one life to live. We don't have two lives. We don't have three. You know, some people say we come back as a mosquito or we come back as an animal or a horse or whatever. Um, don't believe the hype. Uh, we we only have one life. It says in the Bible, in Hebrews, it says it's appointed for a man to die once and then to judgment. This judgment will come to every man. It says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess in front of the Lord Jesus Christ that he is Lord. Uh, if you don't have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, ask him into your heart. Um, God um, requires that we come away from the world. He told the disciples, he told God in the, in the prayer about the disciples that I can't take them out of the world, but uh, I pray that they uh, have you know, power inside of this world. Um, and that is true. God can't take us out of the world, but we can come separated unto God. That's what the word saint means, is to live for Jesus daily. That's why the Bible says pick up your cross and follow God daily. It is a lifestyle change, folks. You can't go to church on Sundays and live any kind of way that you want to live and then say, hallelujah, I'm saved, I'm born again. I'm going to hold the banner. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, call on Jesus, but you you might want to get right before you die. You might want to say, "Hey, you know, I haven't been living for the Lord. I'm a sell. I'm a sell my soul. Instead of selling your soul to the devil, sell your soul to the Lord to say, hey, here, I here I am. Offer your life as a living sacrifice.' Romans chapter twelve. I'm yours. I belong to you. I don't have the mind of this world. I have the mind of Christ. That's why it says in Colossians three to set your affections on things above, not on things on earth." There's no such thing as being too heavily minded. You're no earthly good. There, there's no such thing. It's, too, it's a such thing as being too earthly minded that you're no heavenly good. They have that twisted. Look, folks, you, if you're not hot or cold and you're lukewarm, you're in trouble. He's going to spit you out of his mouth. You need to be hot. That if you, you, you're you hot with too much zeal, he can slow you down. Not zeal towards the letter, but 
zeal towards the spirit. He can slow you down. He said, calm down. Make the right decision. Go over here. Go over there. Preach here. Preach there. Give this. Give that. But if you look warm, you have no idea. You're too much like the world. And if you expire tonight, you're going to be separated from God for eternity in hell. So uh, God is my witness. He loves you. I remember a church member just recently, a couple of years ago, um, said, uh, you can never tell a gay person that he hates the homosexuality but loves the person. Why not? Yes, he hates the homosexuality, but he loves the person. I'll say that every day. So ask God into your life. Because wherever you go when you die, that's where you are going to be. And just like Jesus said before Abraham was, I am, you're going to be in hell and you're going to say, I am. You always exist in hell. You want to go to heaven. You want to be with Jesus. Okay? Um, so be sure to join us every Tuesday for right now. And we're going to talk about um, the church um, with uh, Susan Puzio. And then I'll, I'll come up with the other days. I'll pray about it and uh, come up with the other days for y'all in, in the near future. Actually, I'll pray about it. Just put it that way. I'll pray about it. Catch us up on YouTube at Prophecy Zone, Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News, and Twitter. We rarely, rarely use Twitter, but we're going to start using Twitter. And I'm going to become a Twitter queen. Uh, queen. I hope I. King. Uh, uh, so God bless y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. And also, God bless you guys on um, um, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, God bless y'all. Um, I'm trying to get back to my. Uh, I don't have an outro, but I'll just let y'all listen to the voice outro. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong, your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible, and be prepared to enter the zone, the Prophecy Zone.